1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the Friend Zone with Tim and
0: Guy. It's the Friend Zone. We're gonna have a good time. It's the Friend Zone with Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Friend zone.
2: I am lineman for the county, and I drive the main road.
3: Searching in the sun for another overload, I hear you singing in the wire. I can hear you through the wine, and the Wichita man is, is
0: still on the line.
2: Glyn Campbell, R.I.P. He's dear day. Eh? Presumably, had a um, quite a drinking problem, as I understand. Oh, really? The problem was he drank too much. Yeah, he died. August 8, 2017.
3: We're recording this on August 9,
2: 2017. So R.I.P. R.I.P. Also, never say the date on these recordings, ever. Lost one of the good ones. Well, it's a beautiful late mid-winters
3: day in New Zealand in 2017. Um, we've got an election around the corner. The world is a wonderful place. Tim?
2: Hey, everybody. Are you with me? I'm here. Are you okay? I'm here. What was that? Got what? What were you doing? I was checking up on the emails. Had and? to get them up.
3: Oh. But there's some there. Someone's just sent us a video of them sprinting as fast as they can in their office.
2: Oh, God. But... Wait, hold on. Let me fuck this up. Gee was. Yeah, I hate it. What is that? Is that... Is that just us hearing that? I've always said No, that's on the thing it's always, it's always been a problem With this mic To be honest Ever since I got it You hear that? You hear how fuck that is? Yeah you bought new mics Haven't say. you? Yeah man They got delayed Because of The pandemic So What? I ordered them about what Six pandemic? weeks ago
3: Tim, need I remind you It's August 9, 2017 Get cute with me mister The only pandemic I can think of is Can't fucking refer to Microphones I've bought And then jump
2: backwards Yeah I can why can't you buy a microphone today, August eighth? Well, then I guess these are new microphones. The new ones are the ones that are broken. <laughs> anyway, we've got a letter here um, that I really want to
3: read to you because I think you're going to like it, Tim. Do you reckon? We received this letter on the tenth of October, twenty twenty, and it says the following: "How do you frostiest of <laughs> fellas? <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to you guys since season one. I'm a plant
2: breeder." So my days consist of being alone with plants all day, every day. Listen, I've never heard of that before. A plant breeder is an occupation. Yeah,
3: man. That's so cool. Hell yeah. Your light-hearted Kiwi banter has kept me sane through all these years. And the last year, I became one of the only legal cannabis breeders in the US state of Colorado. I know your love for the devil's lettuce and thought a cool way to repay you boys for the years of sanity would be to let you guys name a strain or two. You are my favorite podcast, and I would love it to have a strain named by you all. If you can't land on just one, we could have a couple of strains named from the twisted minds of the Cannabis
2: Sandler. It's simply that. Cannabis Sandler. <laughs> that should be the, the, the subbreed. It should be one word, though. Cannabis Sandler. Cannabis Sandler.
3: Cannabis Sandler
2: Yeah because Yeah this works Because the last letter's an S Yeah On cannabis Cannabis Sandler right. But it's like It can be two words Because it's like Cannabis Sativa And Cannabis Indica So it's just Cannabis Sandler Yeah I've got no qualms Do you want Cannabis Montgomery Do you want it a bit
3: more Like personalised No, I mean, I would love to name a strain the worst
2: idea of all time. Oh, true, right. That didn't even occur to me.
3: That would not be a good marketing.
2: No. (laughs) Imagine that if your dealer was like, okay, we've got uh, Purple Dreams, (laughs) High Roller, worst idea of all time. What? Can you hear the microphone farting now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear that. God. Everyone can hear that. That's a rickety old set. We've got to upgrade the set. Yeah, man. I've got to get some new cables. I think it's partly the cables. But this microphone, I've always had trouble with them. Anyway, sorry. Back to our um, well, plant we, brain. Well, anyway, friend.
3: this is from a, a, a man by the name of Josh. And they said, P.S. The next batch of new strains will be coming down around the beginning of November, if this reaches you before then. If not, I'm always making new strains, but it'll probably be in 2021 when I get to naming them. He's always making
2: new strains. Strains.
3: He's always making new Australians.
2: So, would you like maybe if we have um, how do you say twioat? twi Twiety. Twiety. Oh,
3: That sucks as well. People hate that. Yeah, people. There was one letter we got in the friend zone from someone who really didn't like that I did that.
2: I remember that, but it was for good mathematical reasons. Why? It, because usually you would say an um, acronym to save time. That's the, kind of the whole point of acronyms. But there's actually more syllables in T-W-I-O-A-T than there is in Worst Idea of All Time. Because of the W. Yeah. Twiwet. How crazy is W, eh? Yeah. W's a real rebel in the alphabet. We don't think about W enough, I think. W strikes me as quite a recent letter. I would think it, it was a late addition to the English alphabet. Everything else is one syllable. That's, that can't be true. Yeah. Really?
3: Find me a letter with more than one syllable apart from W. Um, shit. And then W's got three. Yeah. It's not
2: even like it's double. It's triple U.
3: God damn
2: it. <laughs> it's boosting the uh, average by so much. Like the mean. There's only one. The median is the There's same. There's always one.
3: It's the exception that proves the rule. I've spent so much time thinking about the alphabet lately, and words. I have been flooded with words that people like. Yeah. Tell tell, tell everyone why, Guy. Uh, I'm hosting some spelling bees here in Auckland, New Zealand, and uh, I was soliciting for words, and one person sent me you a list. Talk
2: onto the mic. Oh, yeah, sorry. I can move it for you. Is that... Is that- I should stop wow. touching
3: it. No, no, touch it more. Okay. Look at this This one person sent me a list. Uh, listener, Alex McClay. Fuck, shouldn't have said their name. Said, uh, I've been working on a list for six years. To be included on the list, words must feel good to say out loud. It's not edited, so there may be some double-ups, and I'm not sure how trickly spellable they are, but enjoy. And then it's just like about 12 screenshots of the list words I mean, including plump a- okay blemish yeah archipelago mm-hmm. flourish blustery crescendo haberdashery itch concoction query my god there's so many plosives con- con- uh, concoction query Have I already said that conundrum fragrant shrapnel supine debauchery supine launch these are such nice words do you want to read some read, what is out, read supine, out these ones what
2: does supine mean uh, I don't know what supine mean. elixir, panache, means elixir panache
3: plinth it means like it means lying face upwards supine mm. huh I just did the research or failing to act or protest as a result of moral weakness or indolence
2: oh god What's so going? I guess like rolling over I'm going to stop touching my one. What's going on with you at the moment, man? What's happening? I had a really nice walk this
3: morning. I've been going for walks. I've been getting up early recently. Mm-hmm. When we don't have olive, I've been getting up at six. I do an hour of work, and then I either go for. I've been. I usually go for runs in the afternoon.
2: Olive's the person, by the way, not the yeah. food.
3: Uh, so I've been going for a walk. I walk up Allwaidaka, which is the local monga, and then I come down for a coffee. Uh, from a guy called Kay, who I think makes the best coffee in Auckland, I would say that he's near my house, but you know, I fucking love his coffee.
2: I think you um put a, a best of stamp quite readily. you yeah. put very authoritative um best in Auckland claims on this. Podcast. I would like
3: it's a shame we can't receive visitors really because I would love to get challenged on that. yeah, or um, also like you know take someone out for a day in my auckland there's oh, a there's a good. there's a stretch of road that I look at from the top of wideacker. Mm-hmm. which is like it's Mount it's Mount Albert Road and it runs, it's like one of the main arteries, it's around a bend and it runs down to, you can see it runs down to where Sandringham meets. And every morning when I walk walk up there, I, I, I squat down, I've got like a really open hips, so I can squat very comfortably, which is quite uncommon for someone of my build for like four to five minutes and I just watch the cars go down the road and I think about all the people in the cars, all of their lives and all the different places they're going, and how they, you know, like bought the cars from someone else who also was just going about their life, and you know had a good day at work because they sold the car. And I think about, um, I look at all the houses, and I think about all the lives, you know, all the fully fleshed out lives of the people that take place in the houses. I look at all the trees, and there's a, quite a lot of birdsong up there, and I just think like no, none of these people know or care about me. And I take great power and comfort in that.
2: Hell yeah, dude.
3: And I do that. I've been doing that every morning for like the last sort of two or three weeks. And it's, it's put me in a really good space.
2: That's awesome. Sounds very meditative, quite zen. It is quite zen. Very Rob Schneider-ish.
3: Yeah, I have been trying to channel more of my Schneider. It just seems like a really well put together dude. Um. So that's been what's up with me. I've got a bit of I've got a little bit of live work on at the moment, you know. I've been um I'm in a rich vein of form. But it's like getting enough places to enjoy it. You know, like you know sometimes you suddenly you're being funny for a while and you're like get that
2: man on a stage. Get and that, then get a it, camera on that man. You don't know how long it lasts for. It'll be gone before you know night. Exactly. And then you go rats.
3: That's what you worry about. Um but I'm good I'm in a really good I'm in a good zone I feel like um, weather is such a big you know representation for how it is and it's been balmy here hmm. in, in early August 2017 how are you doing Tim?
2: it has been balmy Um, good tired actually I got a good I got like the first good night's sleep that I can remember in ages the night before last last night's one was fine but I got up early today to do work before this tell
3: me about the one the night
2: before last it was just very good, it was like it's the kind of sleep that I only get if I am absolutely physically spent, yeah, and my body is like in shut down mode, which is what happened.
3: is that um it's probably not desirable that that's what you have to do to get yourself a good night's rest every time
2: uh no, probably not, probably not the best, but it felt good, it felt good that night I was um, how long was it? I was hot off the heels of a political victory, I know. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. I was part of a, a campaign to get a, um, a real outside progressive candidate uh, a seat in Parliament. An electoral seat. An electoral seat to represent in our city, this, the central area that makes up our where Guy and I live. And um, she wasn't supposed to win, but she did because we, we tried very, very hard and we, we got it across the line.
3: That's right. I read an article in the newspaper this morning. About um one of her competitors, who was meant to win, mm. but was so threatened by your candidate that they asked your candidate to um drop out. To drop out. Yeah, it was. And uh, it was like a photo of all of the new MPs that were being welcomed into.
2: See, the, the Americans might not get this as much because they've got a two-party system. But in MMP or any political system where you've got multiple parties, you have to be conscious of this thing of splitting the vote. Well, you kind of like it's the argument people made about Jill Stein, stymying, if you will, um, stymying. Is it? No, it's. Stymying. Oh, right. Um, I, I like. What, yeah, yeah. Sorry, your one's better. I'm
3: mucking around with words.
2: Um, Hillary Clinton's chances, because if you, I think if you added all of Jill Stein's votes to Hillary Clinton's, then she would have won um, the electoral College. Mm. But it's not a very good way of looking at things because you usually have to assume that 100% of those voters would get added to the other side, and that is not how people behave in a group. That's uh, the microphone just making itself known again.
3: I just want to show you this diagram of someone in a
2: supine position. Supine and prone. Prone? Uh, okay, so we've got a three-dimensional model of a man in black underpants. He has got a short back and sides and no stubble. He is hairless in fact. <laughs> he has a completely hairless body. And there's the word supine raised above his face. He is in a horizontal position. Looking up with an arm um sort stretched out by his side and his his fingers are what would you what what's the adjective for that? What is that called? Splayed? Splayed. Splayed fingers. And then a prone position, which is underneath him, um and labelled as such has the man sort of rolled onto his front. I'm just going to tweet this picture out without any context from the Worst Idea account. That sounds good. I quite like doing that. I like doing that on the Worst Idea Twitter, just throwing some <laughs> things out without any context or any words. Yeah. It's a good way to live.
3: True hustlers know. Oh, I should, we should read some mail. Speaking of which, I've actually got a message on the Twitter account, oh, Yeah, yeah. which is
2: at pod, by the way, or twiote. Oh, do you, what do you think of the phonics of saying it as a word? Because it's rubbing me.
3: I love it. Badly. I love it because it bothers people. I'm a real piece of shit. Anyway, uh, we've got a DM here received that says... Um,
2: That's a direct message for those of you not in the you know network.
3: What a, a, a joke I wish I came up with. It was written by a woman named uh, Clarissa Chandrahasan, who's a, a comedian in Wellington, was um, talking about how she needed something quickly. And she said she needed it as ASAP as possible. (laughs) Which is just a perfect joke. What's it called? Tautology. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Timbo Bimbo and Guy in the Sky. It's me and you. I'm a relatively new fan of the worst idea of all time, meaning both that I'm young and I've also not been listening for that long. (laughs) That's good. One of my very favorite things in the world is long or ridiculous titles for things, preferably both. Uh, are long or ridiculous titles for things. Preferably both. Personal favorites include pretty much all the song titles of the Surfshan Stevens record, Illinois, the Chumbawamba album, The Boy Bands Have Won. Please look
2: up the full title. I'll do that right now. Mid-letter, everybody. That's right. It's dynamic. It's a dynamic way to live.
3: Uh... Because then it dies, then it's over, then it's done, and the boy bands have won. It's the 13th studio album by British music group Chumbawamba, released in 2008.
2: I've talked about them before on the podcast day.
3: Um, And most recently, the titles of Guy Montgomery's comedy shows, A Man of Fine Taste. I've only been able to scour two from the internet, Potty. I was wondering if you could enlighten me on any others I've not been able to find, and also come up with one for his next live show, Live on the Pod. Big Love from the Deep Dark, Depths of Western Sydney, Say My Name You Handsome Motherfuckers, James. So, most recently, the titles of Guy Montgomery's, I've only been able to scour two from the internet and pod. Here's
2: your next title for your live show. An Approximation of the Formula to Make People Laugh During These Uncertain Times. I can't, I can't. By Guy I can't,
3: I can't run with that. I've already, I think, I've already talked about what I want the next one to be on the pod. What? I can't operate on this boy; he is my son. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's very good. And I am Guy Montgomery. <laughs> uh, my first show. You're title, always have you experienced them being a fucking nightmare to like yeah, get on registration for, and also on the tickets the when you print
3: the tickets? I always have to hack off half the title, so it's just like I cannot operate on this boy. Will be what it says on the ticket. It's <laughs> <laughs> still very good. Um, but my first one was uh. Which is where it started. It was back in 2014. It was called um, Guy Montgomery presents a succinct and concise summary on how he feels about certain things. And um, that was at our pop-up comedy venue. That one wasn't. The next
2: one nope. was. <laughs> I got it wrong. Don't feel too badly about it. A lot of reminiscing on this podcast because we've been doing it for so long. There's a lot of memories to recount. You know. Hmm. Remember that time we went to California and you shat your pants? <laughs> yes. I'm trying to get into um, that was
3: only the morning after you bailed out some 17 year old teenager at a uh, yeah. house party in Malibu because you thought he'd put fucking he'd put video
2: cameras all over the house. I was utterly convinced to film a prank show. Yeah, I did. I fully believed that. With every fibre of my band. You really did believe that. And I hit him up. And from memory, he was the bassist of the band, The Neighbourhood. who had a big hit. Sweater Weather. Sweater Weather. Um, okay. Do you know what I was trying to do, guy? Log into to Patreon because I <laughs> never read their messages and I always mind the fact that I don't. But it's surprisingly hard on my phone to get in. Do you want to do it on my computer? Mm, no because the hard thing is I'm trying to remember like passwords and stuff that are normally just saved in oh, to the man. browser this is absolutely bullshit and if I move the microphone at all it's it's going to make I that great sound again
3: tell so. you I introduced a third password to my life recently
2: what is it? no <laughs> even by my sin well done well done you it took a minute it was a test and you passed so here are some messages everybody brought to you by My laptop. Tim's laptop. It's got all his passwords saved in it, which is good because he can't remember frickin' any of them off the top of his head. Tim's laptop. Like a regular laptop, but Tim's. Aaron Poppleton. Um, Oh, shit. Oh yeah, cool, that's good, because the message I opened up was, P.S., you can obviously say my name, I mean, I signed the fucking thing with my name, but now you like have to make it explicit, because you all are rightfully cautious and kind about saying people's names without their permission. So now I'll read um, the body of text that it was a postscript for, which I may have already read, because it came in six months ago, and it has been marked as red. <laughs> I'm sure you've already seen this, but just in case you haven't, someone made a butthole cut of cats a glorious reality. Yeah, we've definitely seen that. Thank you, Aaron, from Germany. Um, Okay, here's another message. Um, Sidebar. So this looks like it's a postscript or something else as well. Sidebar. I did some Googling, and Vimeo's official stance on that feature seems to be, here's our API, build the add-on yourself. This will be about you when you're setting up for happening. No, that wouldn't be on here, Mate. Hello, the worst. Of, oh, maybe that was when we kept trying to do a live stream and they kept on taking it down.
3: Because we were playing Home Alone 3 on YouTube live. Yeah,
2: but not really. Only like a tiny bit. Only know. the visuals. Well, it wasn't even that, though. Like, if, if we had had it in full screen and it was just our voices, I could understand taking it down. But we just had it in a tiny, like, on a fucking uh, little thing. Yeah, it's it was true. all good.
1: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Hello, West study of All Time. Quick question. Your Dearcom videos are on YouTube, which I like, because YouTube remembers my place if I stop and come back later. The live shows are on Vimeo, which, as far as I can tell, does not have that feature. Are there, could there be, YouTube versions? I noticed they cost money for non-Patreons, and I don't know if YouTube can do that, so I totally understand if not. Alternatively, a download would suit my setup, but it's even more obvious why you might not want to do that. I'm rambling, sorry, thank you, brave boys, etc, yada yada. Um... In case it wasn't obvious, this is not a question for the friend zone. So do not say my name. Well, I've read it, but I, ha- I haven't said your name. Shut out! So let's talk about it. There are um, some live shows that are on for the um, Patreon supporters. That's right. And that's connected through Vimeo because they do the like best paywall that I could sort of invest the tiny amount of time that I had into figuring that bit out. And those are great um, videos. For anyone who misses the sparkle of live Performance. They're pretty good. But if you're not a Patreon supporter for whatever reason, you can buy them independently. I think you rent them for uh, like $5, you get all four for the year or something. Yeah, I can't. I might have. I'm pretty sure that's still the case. And um, please fuck my shit up on Twitter if it's not. And I'll try to correct that. Um, I've found it here. Yep. Worst day of all time live shows. Rent
3: all for US $4 for a one year streaming period. If you do that, you will get five. Roughly five hours of content, five shows, you'll get our live show from New York, Chicago, Portland, Los Angeles,
2: and the London Podcast Festival last year. That's pretty cool. And that some of them look really good. Some of them I missed the focus a tiny bit on the cameras. But, yeah. um, but most of them look pretty good. I was quite happy with how they turned out. It took me a long was time a, to put out. Right,
3: I know that we shouldn't really be doing another Reminisce. But my God, didn't we? I mean... One of the things I'm so grateful for this year 2017 is how much travel I snuck in in 2016 before it would become an impossibility. <laughs> in this year 2017. Like didn't we fucking go out and see some of America
2: last year? We sure did. And fella. some of London. Mm. First time I had set foot on the continent of Europe, which means if I hadn't gone on that trip, maybe I'd never go to Europe. Yeah, that's right. If my you life. were
3: if you were to go to Britain now, you would still technically be in Europe, but if you were to go next year, you'd just be in Britain. What's the deal with that?
2: Is it like... Does it still count? I mean, it's still continental Europe. Is that right? Yeah. right. Well, I mean, it is an island. Sorry? Oh, it is. And I I thought you said it's in Ireland. No, no, (laughs) no. "No, It's next to Ireland. (laughs) It is an island. So, I mean, technically... But, like, we're in continental, you know, Oceania. Yeah. But I've done research into Oceania and people, like...
3: A lot of people just call the continent Australia. Yeah, I've heard that. Which feels exclusionary. I know, it's like, I don't That's like It's a it.
2: country. It's a region of not just New Zealand, but a whole lot of fine nations that comprise Micronesia, our part of the world. Polynesia. Yeah, those are areas, regions. Yeah. Man, this fucking microphone. I, I wonder if it's the cable or the mic. We'll never know. Hey, Frosty fellas. Long time listener. First time Patreon here. Feels great to join you and I'll be staying for a while, especially because I love the friend zones. This is ostensibly a message for Guy, but Tim, hello and thank you to you too. Guy, I've been watching the Guymont spelling bee every week since it started and I've thoroughly enjoyed it thus far. I suspect you may have thought that having done New Zealand and US versions, it might be time to do a version with some British people. However, as you well know, we don't have any comedians here. So, as an avid fan of the b and a fairly proficient speller, I'd like to put myself forward. Evidence as to why I would be a good participant includes that you have liked and even responded to a couple of my tweets. So we already have a rapport a rapport. And that I have a sense of humor, e.g., I like The Simpsons and the worst idea of all time podcast. That is the litmus test, <laughs> surely, for a sense of humor. And God knows the thing to make this really fly is another straight white man with the confidence to submit himself with basically no reputation record or viewer pudding clout pulling clout. I like viewer putting clout. Viewer putting clout. I would also be happy to play if it wasn't televised as I can't get any of my friends to do a spelling bee with me, although I'm not sure um, what would be in this for you. So keep it frosty, fellas. Henry Kiss. And he's got his Twitter handle.
3: Henry Balcom. I got him here. Well, Henry, I've had to put the ones online on hold at the minute. Um, And if you can make it to New Zealand by... Tonight? Saturday, Oh oh twenty twenty. October twenty four. You got three years, dude. Twenty twenty. I'll put you on six thirty p.m. at
2: the basement studio. Be ready, friend. Tickets still available. Paul writes, Tim Thumb and Guy Guy, long time listener, first time mailer. Say my name. It's Paul Mahone. Sounds like a sentence when you say. I can. I'd say Paul Mann. Oh yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, true. Many years ago, my wife and her brother were sitting down to watch your Zac Efron-fueled Bender We Are Your Friends. Having seen the trailer, I knew they were, we were, they were in for all sorts of cinematic badness, although I had never checked to see if it was as critically panned as I'd imagined, so I surfed my way over to its IMDB page to clarify my suspicions, with zero surprise to see it was rated at a solid 38%. But what really grabbed my attention was when I finger-dashed my way down to the ever-curious Trivet trivia section, where lo and behold, I found a nugget of information that would change the course of my life. Season 3 of the New Zealand-based podcast The Worst Study of All Time is dedicated to watching We Are Your Friends once a week, every week, for a year, and then reviewing the movie. Raised eyebrows and curiosity at an all-time high, I had to dive right in. I started with Season 2. As above mentioned, I'd not watched We Are Your Friends yet, but somewhere, somehow along my life train, I'd actually seen... Sex and Dark City, too. Already knowing how bad the the film was and some of the lore uh, behind uh, behind it, I'm putting a comma there, I was all sorts of intrigued to hear two strapping young fellas week by week respond to it all. Little did I realize it would digress into such madness, a joyful madness. I say this podcast has brought me laughs to say that this podcast has brought me laughs is an understatement. I can't even listen to it in bed anymore as the shakes from laughing have disturbed my wife to the point that I'm certain she just doesn't like ye because of it. I've never heard so much mention of this, heard much mention of this in your friend zone, but the fact ye guys, for the most part, stay clear of current topics slash politics, etc, etc is also absolutely refreshing. I'm going to hit pause on that. My apologies for bringing up specific recent political events. In the year twenty seventeen, uh, knowing ye pressing play on pure nonsense and escapism, I feel like in the friend zone it's different, right? A little friend zone's pretty fucking. It's a, stupid. I mean, we've <laughs> spoken a little bit about,
3: um, you know, we've speculated about a pandemic, yeah, in in this one, and not this one, but in friend zones this year. But that's inevitable.
2: We we're all right. We we're all right. We're good. Um, escapism is something not other podcasts can do, for which I congratulate ye on. While on the topic of topics, sometimes Timbo has uttered stuff that question my own reality, and that the jokes or rants seem almost too much directed toward me, that some overlord has constructed a podcast just to feed my senses. I got to a point where I started making a note of certain things. First off, Tim's rant about the drone work and stabilisation had me absolutely howling. I'm a freelance filmmaker and this really ticked Tickled me in the right places. Tim's love for eight bit music. I had a huge eight bit phase in my MySpace days and my first music video is for an eight bit track. Please send that along, Paul. I would I'd love to see it. Um for some reason you talked about walking around with a backpack full of electronics on the train in the in the rain. I can't even remember the context, but that's just been my entire life here in Ireland. I reckon this person's just a geek like me. And also, does this sound familiar? Yes. Yeah. same eh. <laughs> These are pretty popular, I guess, but in the mix fit me right down to a T. You love for the office, extras for your spewler, spicy food, a hatred of the sounds of people eating? I've no idea uh, why, but you talked about someone looking like Haley Joel Osmond before, and I can't even begin to express how much that played a part in my life. When Sixth Sense came out, my entire school just called me I see dead people rough. Thankfully, it sort of died off by, mid, by my mid-twenties, but I... I think am told I look so much like him for such a long time. Timbo's also dropped some knowledge bombs about OLED burn fave icons as well as the sales pitch in meetings uh, of which of fuck are uh, topics. I have literally never heard any other media address and I for one. am glad you boys are out there fighting the good fight. Oh, and my wife's name is Zoe as well. <laughs> you are me. This is like that scene in Sex and the City. That's right, to, yeah. At the gay wedding. Uh, anyhow, guys, I've rambled enough. From one island to the other side of the world to ease peace out. Paul, probably Mahone. Thanks, Paul. That's lovely. And I'm, I'm sorry to everyone else if I read it twice, but it's gratifying just that I've got a version of me in Ireland. Yeah. Probably just, a better one.
3: Just take it as you get it, guys. Just relax.
2: This is a relaxed friend zone, this one. This one is very relaxed. It's laid back. We kicked off with Glenn Campbell, Do you the f- rhinestone cowboy himself. Do you feel zen? Do you know a great rhinestone
3: cowboy song is um, the four tit, the four-tit remix of Mad Villain's Rhinestone Cowboy?
2: I've not heard that. I'm so relaxed I'm yawning. I think that's just tired, actually. They're different things, eh? Yeah. Do you reckon they are kind of similar? Like, when you're tired, you feel more relaxed? No. Sometimes you get stressed out when you're tired.
3: Um, That's true. But, no, like, relaxation is not, I think... It can be. Like, there's nothing more relaxing than being tired and having permission to sleep. But I think relaxation is more a frame of mind. And it is, like, probably close to what I aspire to. Like, if, if someone's saying, how are you going... And I say relax. To me, that is um, equitable to good. Like, if I'm in a relaxed frame of mind, life is good. And mm. performance, if I'm relaxed, that's the that's the dream.
2: Like, what is your what if? if well, thinking, that's very specific because if, if you're performing relaxed, you're right. That's fantastic. Because what's your tradition?
3: preferred state of mind if you're going out on stage?
2: Oh, same man.
3: Relaxed. Yeah. There you go. Here's the here's the rhinestone cowboy
2: forte in oh. doom. Oh, I've heard this. Bit of fun. So this is Mad Villain. How does it all work? So we've got... You've we've got, got MF Doom and
3: Mad Lib. And they combine. The they combine to make Mad Villain. Gotcha. And then Fortet released a remix of that entire Mad Villainy album. And then the things that has been... For years, everyone's like, there's a Mad Villain 2 album coming out, but it's just not going to happen. And I think that's because of MF Doom. Because... Madlib is one of the most prolific music producers
2: of the last ten or twenty years, but um, MF Doom rules, though. Apparently, he did a bunch of gigs where he just sent other people out dressed up as him in the mask. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Does That's, that rule? Yeah, fuck. That's yeah, what man. New
3: Zealand uh, comic performer, the boy with tape on his face, did. What? He? No, he didn't. Yeah, he trained up a few other tape faces, and so like if you're going to a tape face show, you don't necessarily know that you're going to get the guy because you could be getting a performer doing tape face in a tape face show.
2: Holy shit. It's like franchising yourself. I totally get it because he has created that act. And so, I mean, seeing the act is the kind of magic thing. He hasn't really built a business on himself as a persona per se. It's like seeing this amazing act. So you kind of could do that. That's so impressive. Mm. But people didn't know. And business savvy. <laughs> yeah. People didn't know.
3: And people were, pundits were upset because yeah. they thought that, you know, like until it, he sort of had to
2: do, would he get he, people who matched his physicality? Yeah, obviously, so yeah. it wouldn't like kind of, you wouldn't Jar clock
3: you. to it, but he sort of had to retroactively acknowledge that this is what was happening because like the
2: Wow.
3: Sam, there was, right? Yeah. There was finesse in the language of the way that it was presented it was like you know tape face the tape face experience or whatever
2: yeah it's like if you were it's like the Pink Floyd experience yeah. it's not the actual band folks that's why they have to call themselves that and uh, Credence Clearwater Revisited mm. John Fogarty's not in that one I'm afraid
0: <laughs>
2: the music's good though the music's alright Wings
3: uh, they're only the band the Beatles could have been
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alan Partridge terrible impression great line I'm going to read just the last one for me, and you can, you can do no, more you, you No, you close it out. Okay. We've been going for ages at, at such a mellow pace. Zarina has committed to the um, digital form of the written word the following. Hey, Major Timberanian Meganian and Sir Guy Battersea. Wait, I've definitely read this one, right? Fuck, I wish I had a better memory. It would really make this show better, I think. I just wanted to say that I feel the three of us are in a one-sided correspondence relationship. Right? Mm. Is this pegging pe- anything for you? I'm going to keep reading. One-sided on my side is I am now dependent on the dulcet sounds of your beautiful friendship with one another to raise my tired bones from bed every morning. This chronic depressive appreciates your levity in all that you do. I've definitely read it on the podcast. Yeah. Mm. But it's a lovely message. It, it really is. I'm going to go to the last few sentences um, to close it out. Yeah. Uh, oh dear, that's me running my mouth without having seen the films. I better check myself before I wreck myself. Well wishes and posh ear kisses from Serena. Thank you, Zarina, and thank you to all of you who are... (laughs) I've potentially read two messages twice. This is not good. This is not good content. Oh, yeah, but I think this has been a good This is from August. Hey there, Timber T Mutual and Geico. You're you're panicking. (laughs) (laughs) I've had an unfortunate amount of tequila, and I'm 100% ready to make it your problem. I love your podcast and always listen to it when I brush my teeth. Here's the order I listened. Season 4, half of Season 2... Underlooked, overlooked and undercooked, underlooked, they've written underlooked and undercooked, that's cool, your emergency broadcasts, and the other half of season (laughs) 2. I'm almost done with season 3, and laugh every time I hear you talk about not doing season 4, Boner Patrol, is that even what you're calling it, has been fantastic. You've got some A-grade meat here, and I'm not just talking about cock. Shit has not been good, and listening to your lovely Dulcet New Zealand voices always cheers me up. May you live forever, solely for my pleasure. Stay safe, stay sane, stay frosty, and say my name. It's fake, but the thought counts. August I'm not going to say their last name because I don't know if they realize that I'm grabbing that from what Gmail is telling me.
3: Shout it out from the rooftops. Thank you, August. Look after yourself. I hope you had a lot of water between drinks and I hope that you woke up the next morning feeling fresh.
2: Is there a bigger delta in life between two things that are the same thing than cheap and expensive tequila? (laughs) I think not. What do you think that? You're drinking the same thing either way? No, it's the opposite. They are entirely different beasts. I've Mm -hmm. only a few times in my life drank really good tequila and it is a whole other story. And I've drank for a lot of times in my life bad tequila. Bad tequila is kerosene. Yes. It is genuinely disgusting. Yep. It's the smell that hits you as soon as you put it up to your face. What is it? I was thinking about
3: this, was it this morning or yesterday? It's not really relevant when, but like, I just can't believe how often I just drank very cheap uncut spirits as a youth for the sole purpose of just
2: getting absolutely hammered. Why can't you believe that? What's well, not to believe? It just took, It's a core human desire to fuck with our consciousness. Always has I been. know, but like there's just better apple I wish I could you know,
3: if I ever have a child mm. It's just it's just impossible. The circle of life is impossible because I'm like, it bothers me that I did that. I look at it as wasted time. Not wasted years, but those instances wasted time. Like, alter your state of consciousness, sure, but don't keep going until you're physically ill or you're not generating memories. Where's the value in that?
2: Hmm.
3: Not wrong. But like, I used to just nick cheap vodka or cheap tequila and it's like... It didn't taste good. Mm didn't feel good it felt good for a very limited window that's the thing isn't it
2: that's what gets you keep it in mind people we're gonna go now Um, we're off to watch some pornography uh, for it is 13 minutes after 11am and that is the perfect time to watch some softcore porn
3: and I need you more than want you and I want you for all time And the Wichita
0: Lineman Well it's the Friend Zone With Tim and Guy It's the Friend Zone We're gonna have a good time It's the Friend Zone With Tim and Guy Because making friends is the best idea of all time Friend Zone